section seventy six of the ring and the book by robert browning this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by tony oliva chapter six giuseppe caponzacchi continued so i went crossed street and street the next street's turn i stand beneath the terrace see above the black of the ambush window then in place of hands throw of soft prelude over lute and cough that clears way for the ditty last i began to laugh already he will have out of the hole you hide in on to the front count guido franceschini show yourself hear what a man thinks of a thing like you and after take this foulness in your face the words lay living on my lip i made the one turn more and there at the window stood framed in its black square length with lamp in hand pompilia the same great grave griefful air as stands i the dusk on altar that i know left alone with one moonbeam in her cell our lady of all the sorrows ere i knelt assured myself that she was flesh and blood she had looked one look and vanished i thought just so it was herself they have set her there to watch station to see some wedding band go by on fair pretence that she must bless the bride or wait some funeral with friends wind past and crave peace for the corpse that claims its due she never dreams they used her for a snare and now withdraw the bait has served its turn well done the husband who shall fare the worse and on my lip again was out with thee guido when all at once she reappeared but this time on the terrace overhead so close above me she could almost touch my head if she bent down and she did bend while i stood still as stone all eye all ear she began you have sent me letters sir i have read none i can neither read nor write but she you gave them to a woman here one of the people in whose power i am partly explained their sense i think to me obliged to listen while she inculcates that you a priest can dare love me a wife desire to live or die as i shall bid she makes me listen if i will or no because you saw my face a single time it cannot be she says the thing you mean such wickedness were deadly to us both but good true love would help me now so much i tell myself you may mean good and true you offer me i seem to understand because i am in poverty and starve much money where one piece would save my life the silver cup upon the altar cloth is neither yours to give nor mine to take but i might take one bit of bread therefrom since i am starving and return the rest yet do no harm 
this is my very case i am in that strait i may not abstain from so much of assistance as would bring the guilt of theft on neither you nor me but no superfluous particle of aid i think if you will let me state my case even had you been so fancy fevered here not your sound self you must grow healthy now care only to bestow what i can take that it is only you in the wide world knowing me nor in thought nor word nor deed who all unprompted save by your own heart come proffering assistance now were strange but that my whole life is so strange as strange it is my husband whom i have not wronged should hate and harm me for his own soul's sake hinder the harm but there is something more and that the strangest it has got to be somehow for my sake too and yet not mine this is a riddle for some kind of sake not any clearer to myself than you and yet as certain as that i draw breath i would fain live not die oh no not die my case is i was dwelling happily at rome with those dear comparini called father and mother to me when at once i found i had become count guido's wife who then not waiting for a moment changed into a fury of fire if once he was merely a man his face threw fire at mine he laid a hand on me that burned all peace all joy all hope and last all fear away dipping the bow of life so pleasant once in fire which shrivelled leaf and bud alike burning not only present life but past which you might think was safe beyond his reach he reached it though since that beloved pair my father once my mother all those years that loved me so now say i dreamed a dream and bid me wake henceforth no child of theirs never in all the time their child at all do you understand i cannot yet so it is just so i say of you that proffer help i cannot understand what prompts your soul i simply needs must see that it is so only one strange and wonderful thing more they came here with me those two dear ones kept all the old love up till my husband till his people here so tortured them they fled and now is it because i grow in flesh and spirit one with him their torturer that they renouncing him must cast off me if i were graced by god to have a child could i one day deny god graced me so then since my husband hates me i shall break no law that reigns in this fell house of hate by using letting have effect so much of hate as hides me from that hole of hate would take my life which i want and must have just as i take from your excess of love enough to save my life with all i need the archbishop said to murder me were sin my leaving guido were a kind of death with no sin more death 
he must answer for here now what death to him and life to you i wish to pay and owe take me to rome you go to rome the servant makes me here take me as you would take a dog i think masterless left for strangers to maltreat take me home like that leave me in the house where the father and the mother are and soon they'll come to know and call me by my name the child once more since child i am for all they now forget me which is the worst of the dream and the way to end dreams is to break them stand walk go then help me to stand walk and go the governor said the strong should help the weak you know how weak the strongest women are how could i find my way there by myself i cannot even call out make them hear just as in dreams i have tried and proved the fact i have told this story and more to good great men the archbishop and the governor they smiled stop your mouth fair one presently they frowned get you gone disengage you from our feet i went in my despair to an old priest only a friar no great man like these two but good the augustinian people named romano he confessed me two months since he fears god why then needs he fear the world and when he questioned how it came about that i was found in danger of a sin despair of any help from providence since though your husband outrage you said he that is a case too common the wives die or live but do not sin so deep as this then i told what i never will tell you how worse than husband's hate i had to bear the love soliciting to shame called love of his brother the young idle priest of the house with only the devil to meet there this is grave yes we must interfere i counsel write to those who used to be your parents once of dangers here bid them convey you hence but said i when i neither read nor write then he took pity and promised i will write if he did so why they are dumb or dead either they give no credit to the tale or else wrapped wholly up in their own joy of such escape they care not who cries still are the clutches anyhow no word arrives all such extravagance and dreadfulness seems incident to dreaming cured one way wake me the letter i received this morn said if the woman spoke your very sense you would die for me i can believe it now for now the dream gets to involve yourself first of all you seemed wicked and not good in writing me those letters you came in like a thief upon me i this morning said in my extremity entreat the thief try if he have in him no honest touch a thief might save me from a murderer twas a thief said the last kind word to christ christ took the kindness and forgave the theft and so did i prepare what i now say but now that you stand and i see your face though you have never uttered word yet well i know here too has been 
dream-work delusion too and that at no time you with the eyes here ever intended to do wrong by me nor wrote such letters therefore it is false and you are true have been true will be true to rome then when is it you take me there each minute lost is mortal when i ask end of section seventy six